0: All right, everyone, we are gonna get started with today's session. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to join in. I greatly appreciate your time and support. We are gonna stay on time and target today. I know a lot of you guys are on your lunch hour, so we wanna make sure we get all this great information and resources for you guys. My name is Sarah Johnson. I'm part of the USO transition team. We partner with great resources and community partners to provide you guys with this information so that your transition out of the military is as successful one as possible. Cool. um today we are very, very fortunate to partner with the folks with service now. They have a great panel for us today with great information for you guys. so we're very lucky to have all of their time today
1: So I know for me when I got out, uh,
2: setting realistic expectations of the type of work that I wanted to do was hard. and I know you guys have all talked about your journey to tech but uh, give me one thing that you use to try to narrow down, um, to eliminate background noise, you know, because, you know, some, you, two of you came into internships, Jen, you yeah. went from customer to employee pretty, pretty smoothly, smoothly, but how did you shut down the background noise, your doubts, your imposter syndrome conversation in your head? And Jenna, let's start with that. Sure. Uh,
3: you know, I had a lot of those, um, what, what people would perceive as obstacles, right? I was an enlisted guy. I came out, and the peer group that I was competing with a lot older, a lot more educated, had been doing it for a long time. Um, but I think for me, uh, what helped was being a little curious, right? So, so I like to um, maybe this is a me thing, but like I, I I'm always fascinated by what people. Um, Are how people achieve things, and then I try to break that down so that I can make something of that. on my own version of that. So, like, uh, I would set my own goals. Uh, Usually, my goals are pretty lofty, but then I would have, you know, uh, you know, I'd have uh, like a low, medium, high, and then if I surpass my goal, you know, I reward myself a little bit more. But um, you know, I don't know. So i think yeah so ultimately i think um that that background noise it's it's going to be there no matter what but you have to yeah you just have to stay focused on what it is that you're trying to do if you don't know what you want to do just throw something out in the sand uh like you know a little further out and then it'll change (laughs) the thing is only changes a frag right it always happens um and you have to be okay with that you have to be okay with the change and and then start figuring out how that change now affects your ultimate
2: Mark, how do you how do you deal with that?
1: Um, yeah, I so I I called it uh, getting out of Shawshank, okay, and and really um, the epiphany that I had in the military. All right, because uh, before I joined the military, you know, I started and stopped a bunch of jobs, and I and I realized that I had stopped or or quit those things when they got hard or when they stopped being fun, and and then I I I just assumed. Oh, you know what? I picked the wrong. I picked the wrong line of work, right? Oh, this isn't for me. Like, how do these people do this every day? Um, you know, and, and, I, and I would get into those low points, and the first thing I do—knee-jerk reaction—walk away. Hey, guys, sorry, I made a mistake. I gotta get out. Here, right? Uh, then you join the military, and guess what? You can't quit, right? For the most part, if you're on this call, it means you're probably getting honorably discharged. Okay? There's probably something that that, that can quit, uh, but uh, you know, you learn that you know, you go through this curve of pain and and then you break through to the other side and you realize that everything you do in life uh, is fun and interesting in the beginning. It gets really hard because now you're getting into the meat of things. You work through that pain and then you see, oh, actually, this is actually kind of cool. And that's just part of the, the cycle I have to get used to, right? And that is the key to, to just kind of being successful, I think, is working through that. And the way I did it was I, I printed off this little picture of, you know, the end of Shawshank where the dude's like in the rain with his arms up um, to remind myself every day that as, as much as this may suck, it, you know, I'm, I'm trying this out and I'm going to give myself 24 months to get as far as I can, to get as far as I can to see what happens in 24 months. And a lot happens in 24 months. Um, and so that's, you know, that's what I did and, and, and why that was important for me is because when I got out, um, you know, I started at an intern, just like Jetta, same program, and then I went into an entry-level position where I'm, at the time, I was 30, 31 years old, and I'm, I'm working with, you know, 21-year-old college graduates in a phone bank making phone calls for people that, you know, I'm the telemarketer that calls you in the evening. You do not want that job, right? It was horrible, absolutely horrible. But I knew I had to get through that to then have access to the next level of job and then the next level. And and so that's, you know, you set those things and and Jenna can tell you, I would drag him outside on a daily basis complaining about how much this just sucked and maybe I was doing the wrong thing. Uh, And there was one, at one point I was trying to see if I could go back in the military, right? Um, But thankfully I just stuck with it. So, you know, get out of Shawshank. That's, that would be my my, uh, advice.
2: Cool. I like that saying. Okay, Jen, over
4: to you. Yeah, um, I'm still faking it till I make it. So <laughs> um, that's just kind of one of those things that as you make a transition into something that you don't know, right? The military spends a lot of time training us so that we can, you know, execute on the mission. And so as I made that transition, I still struggle, you know, daily going, do I know enough? And, realization that i'll never know everything but you have to lean on the resources that you have and so we have a lot of really smart people that work within ServiceNow that i'll lean to to go hey can you help me with this because i don't understand this and as i made that transition and i realized that i'm not going to know everything there's kind of a piece that comes with that because i lean on those people now it doesn't mean that there aren't struggles and it doesn't mean that i'm not that subject matter expert in some things, um, that, you know, people are coming to me for. So I would say that, uh, the background noise is you're always going to have doubt. It's just a matter of how do you circumvent that doubt to realize that I have a lot of untapped potential and, uh, military members are just full of untapped potential because that's we're part of that 1%. And so I would just say, continue to, to strive forward and look to those resources that are going to boost you up. Because that's part of the camaraderie that I really love about ServiceNow is having my brothers and sisters. um, They might not be in arms, but they're my brothers and sisters here. They they become part of my family. And when you look at family to as a resource, um, I think that enables you for that ultimate success.
2: That's great. Yeah. So I I like to tell people who are transitioning that uh, do what you can until you can do what you want same those same lines and uh, I wake up every morning still feeling like someone's gonna figure out that they're paying me a lot of money to do something that I'm not qualified to do so uh, it never goes away but it's good to, to, to have a good network around you okay so I would stay with Jen because she actually once again awesomely has a great transition to my next point which is cultural assimilation you talked about your brothers and sisters in arms so how did you learn one the new culture of your current organization, but how did you meld that with the, you know, coming from the military, we have a common background after a certain point. Coming into a corporation that has people from disparate backgrounds, how did you figure out the way to navigate that?
4: Yeah, that's a really great question. And my advantage is that I got to work with a bunch of ServiceNow folks um, while I was still military. So I got to experience some of their culture from that other side, right? So learning kind of who they are and what they're about but when i came on board with service now not only was it like very seamless for me um just that entire experience but there's a ton of uh diversity inclusion and belonging groups that um, are here and so it's not just there is a veterans group that i'm a part of and i love being a part of that it helps me kind of realize that i'm not in this experience alone within ServiceNow, right? But then there's other groups that I'm a part of that I'm passionate about. And being able to find those people that I have kinship with, not just with my military affiliation, but with you know, other belief systems that I have, I'm, I'm able to work with those people. And then seeing the variety of people that are employed within ServiceNow actually helped me realize that I'm, I can be Jen and I can be my authentic self, and i can be who i am without having to change that because that's the way that service now is in that culture so i really embraced that and kind of dove into those inclusion groups this way i knew i wasn't alone
2: mark how about you uh
1: yeah i mean i i think um i I have sayings for a lot of things, and I, I called it, you know, smoothing your edge without, uh, you know, while, while still staying sharp, right? So uh, very often, so for example, when I came out of the Marine Corps as an infantry officer, um, I had never worked with uh, a woman directly before, right? Literally every single place I was at, it was all males, And so there was no – there's just a different – and, uh, you know, direct combat operations or preparing for direct combat operations. So very different, you know, world than when you come into a corporate world where, you know, they're they're with everybody. And uh, so I had to really figure out how do I communicate with people without feeling like I was having to jockey for a position anywhere or, uh, you know, Am I saying something that might intimidate someone or might offend someone? Right. I mean, like the way you survive uh, really, really bad situations is you turn everything into a morbid joke, right? Um, and so I had this knee-jerk reaction to turn everything into a horrible joke that uh, you know would probably get you fired if you said it out loud. Um, you know, the, the first time I uh, I got you know kind of <laughs> reprimanded was. Uh, you know, Jenna, I think, remembers this. I, I was, I was you know, uh, working on something and it was like a competitive situation where my team and another team were responsible for trying to find as many people willing to, to, to come to a, a meeting or something like that. And you know, it was a competition. And uh, I had tried to be good about sharing something with another person that was on the other team, and that guy just totally took everything I shared for himself. Right. And I, uh, you know, I was very upset. So I said some really choice words about, you know, how, uh, how I was going to kill this person. And, uh, you know, that uh, was not taken very well at the company. Um, so, you know, you just have to learn to kind of throttle back the way you interact with people. Uh, but that also goes for the whole sir, ma'am, you know, you know and then using all of the radio vernacular okay like you know roger that I, and by the way when i'm texting or using like you know communication uh you know shorthand i'm still roger that you know iot for in order to you know things like that shorthand brevity i still use that but in conversational t- terms you, you don't sir ma'am you know, you 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 know, you don't have to keep it all proper etiquette, right? Smooth those edges, but don't lose the skills that you've learned, like um, analytics, right? Analyzing a situation with all the known factors, making assumptions and verifying those assumptions, and then planning, right? How do we plan? How do we have tactical patience so we don't rush into something? Um, how to brief something appropriately at the different levels? Um, the different types of briefings, right? My, do I want someone to make a decision off of what I'm telling them, or do I just want them to know what I'm doing so that you know I'm getting you know implied permissions? Uh, and then how do I execute? How do I how do I manage and influence my team to execute? And then eventually, once you've done all that, eventually it comes back to being part of the team and leading. Uh, and that comes, I, you know, much later down the line for a lot of people after you get out, you come, it's full circle. You come right back to that, those leadership principles and knowing how to do that with your teams, you will find that you are different from a lot of people because you have that experience and your skill set. Great.
2: Uh, I still find myself typing good copy and Roger a lot. So I'm with you. Uh, Jetta, how about you?
3: Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with uh, a lot of what Mark had mentioned, um, you know, sometimes uh, when you get out, you, you look for that same group or that same relationship that you had in the military with your peers. But I think, uh, you, you know, again, with with stepping out and, and being a little uncomfortable, sometimes I think that's a good thing, right? Um, the, the, the diversity that you bring to the workforce, I think is, is actually appreciated quite a bit, right? And we, we think a little bit different um, we're very uh, mission oriented we have we have processes and plans that we need to to, to follow and, um, and and sometimes we're a little rigid uh, to be honest sometimes uh, coming out of the military you're it's either this this is the way that I know and I'm gonna go this way um, I think it's important for you guys as you transition out to, to realize that it's okay to to understand for like or be different than the group um, but at the same time, you know that you're adding value to them in a, in a unique way, and, and they would also be adding value to you and as you round round the edges, right? Um, I mean, I, th- I think that's all I have really on, on that piece. I, I think uh, it's never going to be the same, but that's okay, right? It's good stuff. Okay, so I
2: want to leave time for, for questions. So I want to just go around Robin and do a speed round for one minute. Is there anything you want to say about transitioning that we didn't get out there? So we'll start with jettisons since we're on you right now, anything, any final thoughts
3: that I didn't cover on your, my questions for you guys. No, I, you know, um, my, my big thing was, uh, you know, just being that, that uncomfortable. I, I, have to, I have to say, I think it, it's an important thing. You're, you're in uncomfortable situations a lot in the military when it comes to executing your, your tasks. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, that, that's to your benefit. It, for me, it's a driver, right? So I know I can push through things. I like it when there's obstacles. Actually, some some of my favorite customer engagements are the customers that hate me because now I know I have to turn this person, right? Um, so it's one of those things. I like working with difficult customers because it, it, it gives me something that I, I have to turn them into a friend, right?
1: Uh, so. Mark? Um, yeah, I think the probably the the best um, advice that we haven't talked about yet is uh, you need to change your mindset from serving to, hey, now you need to plan for yourself because the organization is no longer looking out for you, right? Uh, They're ensuring that you get your food, get your sleep, get what you need, uh, and then in return, you're fulfilling a mission and you're loyal to the organization, and therefore the country. It's a very easy concept to understand, right? A lot of people getting out of the military, they will, you know, you will you will provide that same level of loyalty to your employer, right, to the company and to your team. But, you know, you need to understand that that company and that team and the people within that team, they they are not willing to sacrifice themselves for you uh, all the time. Okay, so like it's not a two-way street and you need to be very cognizant of that and understand that you need to watch out for yourself and take care of yourself. Uh, and you do that without being selfish, but just know that, you know, you know, if you say, hey, I'm, I'm committing two years to this company because they gave me my first shot. Well, if you start to see things go sideways and everybody's jumping ship and this thing's on fire, you don't salute and go down with the ship. <laughs> you need to start to make a plan to get out of it. So... So just don't be blind to everything and open up that aperture. Jen,
2: I'll let you wrap up
4: that. Yeah. Jenna and Mark really kind of summed it up really well. I think the last thing I can stress is use your network and not only your immediate network, but the network of those that you know, and don't be afraid to reach out to someone that you may not realize that you have a kinship with um i know that we have the solution consultant academy and the next gen professionals i actually had a um, an applicant send me a message on linkedin and said hey i see that you're you were in the military i see you work for this company i'm looking to try and you know get a job you know with the solution consultant academy would you be willing to help and you know what i was able to set aside a few hours to explain what what that job was what they were looking for and he actually wound up getting picked up and it's not something that is like oh look at jen it's a matter of there are people who are willing to take time and invest in you because you have invested in yourself so don't be afraid to reach out to others um you know outside of your network be willing to look
2: great um, and before I turn it over to Sarah for QA, I, I want to echo what Jennifer just said. I have never said no to a fellow veteran who reached out to me and asked for advice. And I will, fi- you will probably find that no vet will say no to you if you reach out and ask for advice. I- I'm not a hiring manager, so I can't give you a job, but I can absolutely give you my best advice. And I'm willing to talk to anybody who wants to transition. Uh, we have, as Jen mentioned, the Next Gen Academy, which is part of our Skill Bridge program, which t- uh, prepares you to be a developer on a ServiceNow platform, or we have a Solutions Academy, Solutions Consultants Academy, which helps you become a Solutions Consultant like Jennifer uh, within ServiceNow or with our partner ecosystem. So we've got formal programs, but also just reach out to one of us and say, hey, what else you got? And we'd love to talk to you. So um, I would now open it up for questions. Uh, if you want to type for questions in the chat, we are here to answer them as you see that.
0: Absolutely. So lots of great tips, suggestions for the group. Thank you guys so very much. Um, We do have a few comments and questions, so I want to just get that. I know uh, I want to stay on time for everyone, so we just have a few extra minutes, so feel free to use that chat and ask questions too. Um, One of the comments I saw was for Jetta, I'm at Walter Reed, I got four months left, and then I have my Shawshank moment. (laughs) Um, So thank you for sharing your story. That really resonates with our group. Appreciate it. Um, So if looks like the question for the group i guess is um, tips suggestions for when you have a short term of transitioning out looking at that four-month period do you have any specific tips or techniques or anything that you would suggest for somebody
3: get started now yeah right i mean uh <laughs> yeah definitely get started now uh start going through that network putting yes. some feelers out there yeah. um and uh and, and don't Uh, don't say no to things just because you're not sure, right? If you're not sure, ask more questions.
4: And I would say apply to jobs, um, with the expectation that it's going to take four months, (laughs) um, that was something that I experienced that I didn't think that it was going to take as long to go through like the vetting and interview process. Um, you know, with military, it felt like it was very streamlined. Hey, this is where you're going and this is what you're doing. Um, be prepared to not be on a fast pace. Uh, that's something that, you know, most military members are hard chargers and willing to work, you know, till whatever time is necessary. So put that effort into your interviews and into, you know, your job application process and have someone else look at your resume because what you think may look good will be gibberish to a civilian employer. They're going to look at it and go, what in the world does this even mean? So, um, that, that's one of my biggest recommendations.
1: Yeah, I would say two things. One, um, like I said earlier, draw a line in the sand on your transition timeline of when you're no longer responsible for all the day-to-day things you may be doing in the military. Um, Those need to no longer be your responsibility and your responsibility is to successfully transition. So you need to focus on yourself, number one. Number two, um, it reminded me that um, the jobs I applied for uh, that I thought I wanted when I was getting out, in, in hindsight, were not were not the jobs for me. Um, every, every position I've ever gotten, every job I've ever gotten that worked out for me well was based off of a reference, right? Talk to somebody and they're like, you know what, hold on, I got to do it. I'm going to call somebody. They're going to call you. Be ready. And then like through the network, that's how I got my job. So work the network. They're gonna they're gonna self select things that they think fit for you that you don't even understand or see. So work the network to find those positions. Uh, and then lastly, know how much money you need to survive outside of the military on a monthly basis. Okay, and 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 have that be kind of like your bottom line of what you need to survive. Right? Um, there's little worksheets you can do or whatever. At least when I did section apps to figure out. Oh yeah, okay. I need this. I need this. I need this Uh, because you may not realize that before you get out, but there is a lot that the military provides that is not a given in the civilian world. So you gotta like take that into account and understand
0: that. The next question was asking about the internship programs. How did you get started in that and how did you find out about that?
2: So after this conversation, uh, Sarah's gonna share our contact information. Just reach out to one of us, And we will get you in touch with it because uh, there's multiple avenues to get in there and Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably better for us to have a
4: conversation about that.
0: Perfect. Sounds good. Um, How does ServiceNow support not a military member just feeling like a number in an organization? I think jen kind of briefly touched on some of the organizations that support each other and kind of connect each other with different resources you know more of that military community and thriving in service now Um, are there specific things that you starting out you would rather you know you kind of looked for when you were starting off with service now
1: you're you're always just going to be a number at a company all right. Uh, what makes the difference is the people you have around you, that support network that you are in touch with, and that's what's going to help you kind of think through uh, what matters and what's important. Right. The company is a company. It is a it is a legal entity. It's a shell that doesn't care about a human being at all. Right. Um, and so you will always just be a number. But it's what you it's what you do with that community that you build up around you. Um, you know that's. I
3: think what it boils down. And you know, I, I think uh, as far as being a number, right? Um, you are a number, right? Like I have a I have a badge that has my number on it. Um, that said, uh, I think you could differentiate yourself by the the output that you do and and the way that you carry yourself at at, at the office, right? And um, you know, you may be a number, but you may be in, uh, maybe a more important number. If, if <laughs> as long as you keep on uh, putting in good work, I think it, it gets recognized, but at the end of the day, Mark's, Mark's right, the company is, is, is a company. It's not it's not a person that cares about you, right?
4: Yeah, and I think for me, um, I have a word, I call it family, And so it's the friends that become family. And military, we tend to, you know, we call it camaraderie and, you know, brother and sisterhood. But in reality, you know, Jetta and Mark summed it up really quick. We are just a number, but we can choose who our family is and so I have intentionally gone out and I work with certain people and they're now my family and so here at ServiceNow it's it's that culture it's me taking that initiative not expecting ServiceNow to take care of me it's not an expectation it's it's an initiative that I have taken on so I would just recommend no matter who you go to work for take that initiative on yourself because no one's going to hold your hand for you.
3: Yeah. I want to add to that too, if I can, um, so that will follow you throughout your career, regardless of the company that you're in. Um, there are people that, you know, through the military, we transitioned out together. Uh, they're all at separate companies now and it actually builds your network even more because we're still just as close, even if we're at competing companies, you know, we'll share information between each other that, that's beneficial to our group, right, so um, I agree. So I'll close that, out, that part out real quick, uh, I'll chime in. Even in the service you're in now,
2: you're a number. The service will go on. The mission will go on. It's about leadership and the people around you. That's what it's a little bit really about. If you, if you, you know, I know Jen's boss, Mark's boss, Jen's bosses, they, they help them feel like they're more than just a number. It's that interaction. It's always going to be that interaction. So I thought I was somebody in the military, but the next day that there was somebody else at my desk signing the exact same paperwork that I'd signed the week before, the service will go on. At companies are the exact same way so it's about leadership and the people around you and really embrace that
0: that is a yeah great way to look at it um i think we're going to take one more question and then we'll close out today's session i know everyone needs to get back to work and everything like that um so just asking about certificates um if you're not particularly familiar with the it certificate programs would you suggest looking at any specific certificate program over another while I still have my time in service? CISSP, CCNA, that kind of stuff?
4: Yeah, that's a really great question. And depending on what you want to do and what you see yourself doing, there are different certificates that you can go after. Um, I would not recommend personally one over another only because each each person is going to have a different goal in mind. What I would say is find someone who's doing the job that you're interested in and asking those people, because I could say, oh yeah, we'll go do this one and you know, go get your C sharp or what have you, but that's not going to be relevant to what you're looking for. So I would just say, go find a person that's doing the job that you want and ask them what they would find to be successful for certifications.
1: Yeah, I mean, certificates are, are um, you know, they're not as valuable, I think, as, as they're made out to be uh, by those that are selling the certificates, right? Um, you know, just focus on on understanding as much as you can about the different options you have that are out there. Um, now, granted, if you think you want to be a developer or a programmer and you need a hard skill, then absolutely go do those hard skills. And if you have, the time uh to learn how to do something like coding or whatever absolutely do that but a certificate in something doesn't necessarily give you those skill sets and i think in today's work world a lot of hiring managers that are looking at these things they know that those things don't really matter that much so i wouldn't waste my time on those i would but i would do like hey, code Code academy um Khan academy all those places where you can like learn how to do like basic coding like that is not a bad yeah it's not a waste of time that's that's actually a good skill um so i, I would i would recommend something like that in lieu of the certificate
2: i would make a recommendation that go to youtube and watch as many videos as you can about the industry you're going to go into to understand what it really is because the key when you go in for an interview you want to at least know the language because we speak a different language in the military. So uh, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube is a really big way to go uh, and it's free. So dabble there first.
4: And another quick thing actually that brings up is that the military gives us a lot of intangible skills. So being able to speak to a crowd, being able to adapt, those are skills that uh, civilian companies are going to look for more than a certificate. So that's another quick point I wanted to make.
0: All right, everyone, thank you guys so much for your time this afternoon. Lots of great information, lots of things to think about as you go through that transition process. Kevin, Mark, Jetta, Jen, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Great information. Thank you for paying it forward. It means a lot to our community and we really greatly appreciate it.